Hello and welcome to another week of Soap Secrets. It's going to be a bumper week. I just know it. I have Victoria Wilson here talking about Holby with me today. Hi, Victoria. Hi, Hannah. And also Claire Ruck to talk about the rest of the soaps. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. Okay, so Holby. We left it uh, last week and, as usual, great drama. Um, But, Cameron, is it all coming to a head? And is Chloe on to him? Oh, yes. In a big way. Um, so, basically, the most recent episode, um, we saw uh, Cameron Cameron has been recognised by patient Bobby, and um, he sort of knew that he had a little choice but to silence him, the only way he knew how. Um, unfortunately for him, though, Chloe actually spotted him hovering around her patient, and it, he, she sort of becomes more suspicious this week about why Bobby died, um, and, and it sort of looks like the net could finally be closing in on Holby's murdering medic. Um, so, you know... But is it? Because that... if, as soon as someone finds out or they're onto it, he just goes and deals with them, doesn't he? Well, well, I don't know. You know, Chloe, Chloe's quite smart and she's kind of observing him from afar. Um, and sort of while she's doing that, at the same time, she goes and sees um, Holby boss Max McGarry and um, she tells her that she, she something's not right and, and she has a sort of strong suspicion that, that Cameron might have had something to do with Bobby's death. She just says it flat out. Um, and, and then she sort of meets Cameron um, outside. She, she puts all bumps into Cameron outside and she, she doesn't shy away from making him aware of her meeting with Max and how his name came up in conversation. So she, she doesn't mind that he knows she's onto him. Um, Cameron's sort of further rattled as well when um, he sees Skylar back at the hospital. If you remember, she's the uh, junior medic who felt so manipulated by him that she recently tried to take her own life. Um, he spots her getting into her car and he's sort of wondering what's brought her back to the hospital. Um, Skylar's not giving anything away though and she gently warns Cameron that both she and Chloe are onto him and that he should watch his back. And it kind of gets worse, doesn't it? Because the medical examiner's report comes in and um, the suggestion is that, you know, something untoward did happen. Yeah, that's right. Um, Basically, Max calls, uh, she sort of summons Chloe and Cameron to her office and and she reveals that Bobby's post-mortem has revealed inconsistencies. Um, Well, with that, Chloe absolutely explodes and she immediately accuses Cameron right there and then of wrongdoing. She's like, he did this. Um, But obviously, as Bobby's doctor, (laughs) Max ends up having to suspend Chloe because of it and and that's just because presume, but, but presumably yeah. because she's basically pointing the finger with no no real evidence at this point well yeah exactly she's just like he did this and and max is saying well you know you're as his attending doctor it i i have to suspend you while we investigate this um but she is a feisty one our chloe and and she refuses to go down without a fight so she she confides in her mum and the apple doesn't fall far from the tree they are very very similar um and and she says look I really believe Cameron's a danger to patients so it's you know it's no secret that Ange doesn't particularly like Cameron she's never particularly like Cameron um so she'll take any opportunity whatsoever to to try and bring him down so she decides to do the sort of homework and she looks closely at the medical notes for Bobby and another patient who uh, suddenly died in Cameron's care, which makes for a very interesting reading. 
so then she summons Cameron to her office where she sort of boldly tells him that, you know, I've looked into this. I see a bit of a pattern. So I'm going to Max to open up an investigation into you. <gasps> yeah. Uh, as always, I'm not going to give too much away, but, but uh, let's just say things... Is it some? Up. Is it some unraveling now? Is this, is the time up? It's, it's yeah, time up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's time to keep an eye on Ange. Um, mm. But let's just say this could be the beginning of the end for Doctor Dunn. Also, oh, <sighs> exciting! Now, <laughs> this is not the only storyline, is there? Because of course, there's the Sahira Hansen storyline, and. I'm going to ask you the question. Just what is between Ray Hanshaw and Hanson? Well, um, we've we've sort of found out something uh, about Hanson's past, um, but this, there's there's definitely more to come from that. And the storyline between Hanson and Sahira and and her sick father really gathers pace this week. Um, so with Rayhan laid up in hospital, seriously ill, a desperate Sahira intends to do anything she can to save him. Obviously, desperate times call for desperate measures and an overzealous Sahira, she sort of suggests that she's trying to manipulate his UKELD scores. Now, to you and me, that's the United Kingdom model for end-stage liver disease, in case Thank you were wondering. Thank you. I'm glad you uh, told me that. You <laughs> learn something new every day. Um, <laughs> to, um, so, because she, she desperately wants him to be next in line for an available liver. Um, knowing what harm such a drastic uh, action could do for her career and her conscience, I guess, um, Hanson tries to talk Sahira out of it, and, and when she doesn't listen, he urges her father to talk her out of it instead. Um, but we, we, we learn from that exchange rather quickly that, that Rayhan's a man who, who always puts himself first and, and it seems like he's been that, like that his whole life as far as Hanson's concerned. Um, this storyline is a real sort of slow burn, um, but as we, we come to discover in, in the coming weeks, it really explores almost the, the sort of conflict a person has when they find themselves torn between someone they love and someone they truly despise. Um, mm. who that person loves so um it'd be an interesting one and and like i've said before we always love seeing more of, of hansen on screen he is a real holby favorite um and i and, like and the, i like the way they run the storylines sort of next to each other because you can get yeah. really captivated by one but in the background it's probably good that it's a slow burner in some ways because you can't have two yeah. extreme storylines but that's just running along and then when the camera one finally does kind of come to it well, perhaps it's the crescendo now maybe mm. with a bit of luck um yeah. <laughs> we say that but then when it all comes to a, an end we're like no we don't want that to happen yeah. um but you know that's going on in the background and then that comes to the fore so it's, it's cleverly done yeah and obviously we have the the situation with with dominic as well that's ongoing so that obviously develops when he comes back to work in a few weeks so there there is a lot going on yeah Lovely. Well, thank you very, very much. And we are going to hop from one hospital ward to another now and talk about casualty. So, Claire, it's the second part of Jan's big storyline, isn't it, in casualty this week? It is, it is. I teased last night, sorry, I teased last week, um, Hannah, what would she do to save her jailbird son? And uh, we discover that she has agreed to steal prescription drugs from um, the hospital and from deceased patients and to make a drug drop in the jail. This is oh, so unlike Jan, this isn't is so, it? This is, this is somebody doing something so out of, far out of their comfort zone, but... 
almost for good reason, if you know what I mean. It doesn't make it right, of course. No, no. It is massively stressful because we, we all love Jen. She's kind-hearted. She's, she's, she's the beating heart of the paramedics. And, you know, she saves people's lives on a, you know, on a daily basis. And here she is being... And I, I, I've seen the episode. I have to say this, Hannah. She is being manipulated by her son, Ross. Last week, we saw him cry to his mother and say that he was being bullied. But actually... I I think he's playing her massively. And that's massively. really really sad. And you can only. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, once you've done something like broken the trust in a situation like this, there's no real going back, isn't there? And that, uh, is there really? And I, I mean, I know it's a soap, so it's slightly different. But it sort of worries me that we might see Jan sidelined to a degree, or whether maybe in a soap you can forgive. But I think in the real world, that you wouldn't be able to, would you? No, no. I really. I don't know where this is going to go because she, she 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 does actually do all this this week. So we see her called to um to a to a, 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 a care home where very sadly an, an elderly patient passes, and we see her rifling through this this lady's um, bedside cabinet drawers for her her prescription medicines, which she obviously won't need anymore. She's not stealing from um you know people who need their medications, but this lady has passed, and she takes this medication. She slips into her big big paramedics bag and she's got this bundle of of prescription drugs so she so there she is she has now stolen drugs and to get them into the jail um this is really horrible hannah um a a an inmate has his throat slashed so then there is a call It is really horrible that bit. So, so, so then you know this is having lots of um, lots of l- lots of knock-on effects. So we have a, a person in jail now has been attacked, and she has to accept this call, and they have to go into to jail. And while she's in there, she has to distract Leon, who is trying to save this poor person's life, and she has to under the watchful gaze of, of um, you know, a prison officer, she's got to stash these drugs somewhere in this, in this cell. So, yes, she does manage to do it. It is really scary. So, yes, so she has now put drugs into prison. Oh, my... It's just... This is just... This has got catastrophe written all over yeah, it, hasn't it? I know, it has. And um, so at the end... So at the end of the episode, you know, she, she's... Terri- she's... She still believes that Ross is in danger and she's trying desperately hard to get in contact with her. And um, we see her, we see, we see Ross saying, thanks, thanks. And then she, and then the next text that comes in from Ross is, I'll tell you when the next drop is. And she sits there with her head in hands, crying her heart out. Because she just knows there's no going back now. No, there's no going back. I wonder if there is, I wonder is there a way... I'm just trying to think of where they'll take it because obviously you don't want to really kind of um, get Jan out of the soap, do we? And we no. don't, you know, like you say, she's kind of the, the, the beating heart of the, the ambulance kind of service, if you like, in, in, in that hospital. So I wonder whether if she comes clean, goes to the boss and say, oh, I've been manipulated to do this. And I wonder whether she can put, I don't know, I'm trying to find a way to keep her. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to rehabilitate, we need to rehabilitate her character. So maybe, yeah, maybe she does go undercover and, um, you know, and and she uh, and she she brings down the drug gang in the, in the prison. Oh, that would be good. Let's yeah. We need those banners up, like you know, it's like the free Deirdre. It'll be like you know, yes, <laughs> free Jan. 
Yeah, it will be. Um, wants to lose now, Connie, Connie is also not... A, she's Well, poor, poor Jan's not in a good mood because she's no. devastated and, and upset about what she knows she's doing and how wrong it is. But Connie's also in a bad mood. She's in a shocking mood this week. So, so... Um, so the and she takes it out on the whole of Edie. She's she's not just mean. She's downright rude, quite frankly. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised someone doesn't go to HR and report her. Really, really rude. And uh, so so you know she was she was dating Jacob all through lockdown. First lockdown. Sorry, we're still in lockdown. Through lockdown one, her and Jacob were dating, and um, and then they come out of lockdown, and Connie was just a bit Connie-ish and. So Jacob wants a proper relationship. She want, he wants someone who, who will um, open up to him. And Con- Connie will never open up to him. So they sort of had a falling out and um, they went their separate ways. And, of course, now Jacob is loved up with his new squeeze, Tina. And Connie's realised just what has she lost. And so yeah. she's taking it's her... It's always the worst when you, yeah. when you think that you don't want that person anymore and then you see them with someone else mm. and it all goes... Horribly wrong. That was yes. a chair in the background. <laughs> um, yeah, and it all go. It all goes horribly wrong. Yes, so it does. Another. So obviously, clearly, the big storyline really is 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 the Jan storyline. Um, yes. But again, another sort of storyline going on on in the background too. Yeah. I would say this one's, you know, if you're a really big Casualty fan, um, this Jan storyline is is just brilliant. You'll really enjoy it. Yeah, I'll also make me feel a little bit sick. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, moving on to Emmerdale. Um, so, yeah, this storyline, just unbelievable. So a few weeks ago, uh, a decision was made to exhume the grave, wasn't, wasn't it, of a man called Richard, so that yes. his daughter can move her father's body closer to the new home. But they're all really stressed about yes. this. Are we but- going to see a kind of... Um, a crescendo here. Uh, what's happening? Well, so we all we we all know that Richard's grave was where Harriet and Will popped Malone's body. Yes. Um, after Dawn killed him, um, and so at the exhumation. Whoa, what were they going to do? Um, so Will dug the grave up and um, pulled Malone's body out and reburied Malone on home farm ground. So this is the week when Richard, the proper exhumation starts and they're going to move um, this gentleman, Richard, to a place closer to where his, his, his daughter is now living. Um, but, you know, this is Harriet's feeling really guilty about, about all of this, what she's done, and she's really stressed about it. Um, she's really worried that they're going to spot something because, you know, like, let's be honest, this, this grave has been dug um, and it's not compacted or anything, you know, will they have left anything in there? Will they know what they've done? And she's a vicar. This you just vicars don't do this sort you of thing. You just gotta make this up, actually. Well, <laughs> somebody did, but. <laughs> So as the exhumation gets underway, the foreman is startled by something unusual in the g- grave. What is it? So, what do you think it is, then, Hannah? <sighs> do you, it, well, is it is it that the body, Malone's body's there, or there's no body at all? Who knows? Who's Who knows? There? I don't know. I think Dracula's down there. I think they found <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> they must know what's there. <laughs> yes. Well, the, the, the foreman stops the exhumation for some reason, and, um, you know, and this, this, this sends Harriet into a spin and she disappears. D- for good? No. <laughs> no, just, 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 she just runs off. It, she's just really, really I stressed mean, it, about it, it all. You can see why she's so stressed, yes. to be honest with you. 
Um, and this week we see Gabby sort of finally waking up to the fact that, you know, Jamie's not quite what, what she thought. Yes. So we know that she's been living at home farm and uh, um, playing, you know, make-believe wife in her head, but not in Jamie's. Uh, and uh, this week she sees him kissing Dawn and... Um, and, and when she confronts him read re- this, she realised that realises that Jamie was keeping her sweet to get her to terminate the pregnancy, and this comes as a real shock to her. She's very young, you know. She's she thought she thought lots of things, and none of it was true, Hannah. So, mm, mm, um, no, and she and she they have a sort of a you know face off, I suppose, um, and she she kind of rushes rushes away, doesn't she? And she yes. she falls over, but obviously she's pregnant. Um, she's in pain. And Jamie just does nothing. I know. He stands by. He stands by and looks at her, um, which just must really break her heart, really break her heart. Will she lose the baby? Because, you know, at this point she's pregnant, she's feeling nauseous and sick and tired. um, And, yeah, so... Yeah, that is... I mean, it was was always going to come to a sticky end, that, but I I wonder whether he'll get what, what he actually wanted. Yes, we don't know. We'll have to wait and find out. Um, cliffhanger alert! It is. It's always a cliffhanger in the soap. <laughs> it is. We can't. We can't reveal. Exactly. It'll be worth watching. Um, okay. So on the on the cobbles, um, it's the week that Will Miller joins. I know. I'm so excited. And I know you are. It's gonna, he's going to be so good, isn't he? Is really drug good. Boss Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really, really good. Um, and this, this is obviously, in fact, they brought Will Mellor in to do this means that this is just, they're really investing in this plot, aren't they? In this, this storyline. And yes. Simon discovers that Jacob is, is ripping off Harvey. Who's yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. No, you don't want to do that. And he doesn't want anything to do with it. Um, but Harvey then approaches him and says he knows all about Jacob. So Simon's kind of left a bit terrified. Yes, he is. So, so he he didn't want to have anything to do with Jacob ripping off, um, you know, Harvey, which I think was really sensible. Um, and um, but you know, Harvey finds out, and um, so Harvey 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 demands to know what Simon knew. He said he didn't know anything. Um, so um, Harvey gives him a promotion into Jacob's job because obviously Harvey's going to deal with Jacob in a very violent fashion, probably. Mm. Um, you know, so Simon Simon doesn't want a promotion. He doesn't want to be dealing drugs. This has got way out of hand, hasn't it, Hannah? Way out of hand. Way out of hand. And um, he tries to leave the gang, but Harvey, who really doesn't care about anybody but himself, says he still owes him £2,000. So just what will Simon and Leanne do? I mean, it's a lot of money, two grand. It's a lot of money, but then at the same time, wouldn't you rather walk away with your life intact and forget about that two grand? Well, no, she's, they've got to find it to pay Harvey off. Oh, he owes him. Yes. Oh, that way round. I thought, he, I thought Sorry. for the work that no, he no. was doing, and Simon couldn't no. turn around. Yeah, well, no. they've got to find 2K, yeah. I mean, yeah. then this is the, isn't this the problem with gangs, actually? You just could have, I imagine, you kind of just get incredibly ensconced in it, and actually it's like drowning. Every time you come up for air, yeah. you push back down again. Yes, and you know, and um, Leanne's not working. Um, Simon's the only one putting money on the table. You'd have to go to Nick or someone and say, "Hey, we've got ourselves in debt with a drug dealer. We need two thousand pounds." That's a that's quite a difficult conversation to have. So, mm. Mm. and th- there's 
It's a it's a very difficult one because, in a way, it will give Leanne a diversion, I think, because she was obviously in such a terrible place. And now she's got yeah. to focus on something that's really, really serious. Very serious, yes. And it gets even better next week. Okay. Really, really good next week. Is Will Mello here to stay, or, or do we know? Um, I think he's certainly here for this 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 drug storyline. Um, so he, as a drug boss, he, he can't sort of move into the square and become, you know. No, exactly. So and he is a he is a vicious drug boss. So he there's no there's no chance of rehabilitating his character into into somebody that that could hang around really. No, absolutely. Um, and also, this makes me a bit sad. This, but there's not there's no love in the air this week because it's cheating in the air, isn't it? Uh, yeah. In the form of Tyrone and Alina. Yes, yes. So, um, so Alina, Alina's had a tough, tough time. She was the, um, she was the, uh, the lady that was trafficked, or the girl that was trafficked over to work in a nail bar. And um, we had all that storyline last last year. Mm. And um, so she's 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 now sort of living in the street. And she rented a room from Tyrone and Fizz, but um, you know, so Tyrone's. Not as young as perhaps you'd like to be, and Alina uh, is quite young. Um, he was uncomfortable with her in the house, you know. Like she came up, she came upon him um, as he was um, coming out of the bathroom with his towels slung low around his hips, <laughs> as men do as they come out of the bathroom. And um, he felt incredibly uncomfortable with this, and this was the start of it. So it was, you know, if he didn't have feelings for her or didn't, you know, there wasn't a spark between them, he probably wouldn't have cared that she'd seen him with nothing on but a towel. But um, anyway, she did move out, and um, and then we remember that um, Tyrone had this had this incident where he, he thought he was having a heart attack when he only had indigestion, and he's had to do this health kick. So he's been going to yoga as well with Alina. And um, so, so they are bonding slowly. And Fizz hasn't really worked out that there is a slight spark between them. And she's taking her man for granted. Oh, dear. Which is not the thing to do. So he's got a wandering eye and she's sort of just not really... Almost enabling it. Yes. Yeah. If that's, if that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, I feel a bit sad about that. I hope they'll get back. I hope they'll sort that out. Well, it goes, you know, it goes on. So, you know, Alina, she's 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 been through a lot. You know, to be trafficked must be horrific. Mm-hmm. So, so to her, Tyrone's this this amazing man who is who is um, who is loving. She can see him being loving with Fizz and the kids, and he is, you know, he's reliable. You know, he's got a lot of good qualities. Mm. Yeah, but you. I mean, he's he's a, he's a nice bloke, but it, it's all fizz. <laughs> yeah, oh, she does need to um, think about things and not take Paul Tyrone for granted. Yeah, exactly. And she, she's been through some difficult times, but I suppose I mean, everyone can be accused of it, can't they? Just get into that rut of oh, it's just sort of normal. And this is how we kind of rub along together. And in yeah. reality, you know, you need to, you know, not take that other person for granted. Yes. Anyway, that's the last of my therapy session there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) EastEnders. Is Lucas going to kill again this week? Well, so so he he has reason to because um, Chelsea's ex, Caleb, is just horrible. 
Mm. And uh, so Chelsea's got herself over in over her head with her ex Caleb who is a horrible drug runner god it's just all drugs this week isn't it it really is <laughs> really really is so um so yeah so so he's making her do a drug run um and um uh, uh and she desperately doesn't want to do it she's terrified of being caught wouldn't we all be um and she's she's willing to offer up just about anyone to get herself out of this mess and of course she offers up her father Lucas um to to carry the case and to, to to do the job which they've got to do next week um and uh lucas feels a bit guilty he hasn't been there for his daughter um and he agrees to do the drug run um and he comes face to he has a face-to-face meeting with caleb what caleb of course doesn't know is that while lucas might be chelsea's dad he's also a serial killer Mm. so when he comes face to face with caleb just where will it all end sticky one i'd say (laughs) (laughs) it is it is isn't it oh Oh, no although it's it's quite nice to see sort of another area of the of the square kind of uh, coming to the fore i suppose because we you know we've been kind of it's all been phil mitchell hasn't it and uh, and what have you so actually it's quite it's quite a kind of like a it's been quite relentless so and also we we finally see um Peter and Ash finally kissing, don't we? Um, and doing a bit of a song and dance around each other for quite a while. But of course, Ash doesn't know that Peter slept with her mother, Suki. I know. I was shocked at that. I was so shocked. They kept, they kept that hidden until it, 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 went, it went out on screen. And I'm sure all the fans that went, no! Um, it's just, it, it's like, I'm slightly, um, you just think, no, I don't think Peter would have done. But anyway, he did. And um, Suki is not one to be messed with. She's really not a very pleasant person. Um, and uh, so, yeah, Peter and Ash, you know, they've been faffing around each other finally they get to kiss um but you know i don't think suki's going to like the fact that um peter's dating her daughter so i'm not going to give this uh, romance more than a week hannah no I, uh, suki's not one to be messed with so i would be inclined to agree with you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um okay holly oaks um we were all very shocked um when it was revealed that ella had killed um jordan uh, Jordan Price at New Year. Um, but Charlie Dean confessed to the crime and was arrested. Yeah. So this was this was the, the big the big thing at Christmas. Um, and it, it's it's kept going this storyline because of course Ella's mother Mandy um, is 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 desperate to keep her daughter's killer secret from being found out and she's marrying Charlie's dad Darren to ensure Ella's safety you know she she's she's been around Darren so she can see exactly what Darren and his ex-wife are are doing to try and get um, Charlie out of prison so she's always there she's always trying to sort of um, mess that bit up um, and and so the wedding is set next week. Um, so is Mandy about to be caught out? Because um, we know that Victor, that horrible, the other horrible drug dealer, another one in Hollyoaks, he knows that Ella is the killer. And you know what will happen if Darren finds out that his son Charlie is doing crime for Mandy's daughter Ella's for the crime? Sorry, she committed. Crime. Yeah. Yes, Mandy's daughter Ella committed. I mean, that's really not the way to start a marriage is it no um, of course victor victor knows that Ella yes. is the killer yes so he's he's got that information we talk about this all the time though don't we claire it's like 
if you're going to do something, no one else must know. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's always a problem if they do. I know. It always gets out. And it's, you know, so I'm, I'm guessing, I'm, you know, I don't know this, but I would guess the wedding's next week. So if anything big's going to happen, really, it's going to be at the wedding, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You're going to be standing there in your in your frock, in your posh white frock, you know, with your bouquet, and someone's going to get up and say something. Yeah, it's always a forever hold your peace, that bit, isn't it? And yes. then someone coughs or says something. I think I remember at my wedding, someone just coughed just for the laugh. <laughs> no, that's really mean, <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> they just laughed. They just said... <laughs> You're turning around glaring at them. Yeah, that was a great picture for the album. <laughs> Me glaring across the church. Oh, well, thank you very much, Claire. That is, um, you know, keep us going for another week of lockdown, but we are hopefully uh, on the release now and uh, wake up from this lockdown sleepily into the real world. Uh, Where is spring? I believe is springing because I've seen a few daffodils this week, which is exciting. And nice and bright. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. For listening, please stay safe, and we will be back next week. Bye.